they they said the the final chase in, in Assassin's Creed Three is like the worst chase, and I agree. I had to do it like twenty times before I could remember everything. It's like a a, a memory game. Oh, I see. Yeah, when it really shouldn't be. It should be a functional fucking catch that dude. Functional fucking catch that dude. All right. Mm. It's fine by me. I will entertain myself. Good luck. Oh, I have coffee. I'll be fine. Boom. He's back from outer space. Were you properly entertained? Yeah, while you were away, I bought uh, Aliens Colonial Marines. You're saying that just to make me upset. (laughs) I was thinking about what you said. That's what you're doing right now. See, I'm not that bad. I, I don't appreciate it. Getting y'all riled up. <laughs> I know. I uh, it's li- I'm probably somewhere in between. Oh, well, then I want to be more like you. <laughs> Dude, you're, you remind me of a friend I have. I'm not blaming you. Did I say I was blaming you? You just said you wanted to postpone the show. And why did you say a friend you had? Oh, God, you killed them, didn't you? Oh, I hope they're still around. Yes, he's still oh, around. Oh, thank God. That was a close one. If these policies, in many instances, either reflect or take into account the proximity of the United States, living next to you is in some ways like sleeping with an elephant. No matter how friendly or even tempered is the beast, I can call it that, one is affected by every twitch and grunt. Ladies and gentlemen, it's February 16th, 2013, and welcome to the episode number nine of Sleeping with the Elephant podcast, where we put the U in color commentary with myself, Mr. Paul Swickard, and with me is Mr. Ryan Murphy. Ryan. Yep, I'm here. I hear it's like, I hear you're Canadian, and I'm sorry. Oh, why are you sorry, eh? (laughs) Because of that. Because you guys insist on like putting every A at the end of everything. A. It occasionally slips out. Sometimes I'll tweet it. Sometimes oh. sometimes I'll type it. That's weird, eh? Ugh, oh, damn it. Holy crap. <laughs> that uh, one was on that one was not on purpose, I will say I know. that. That's the sad part. Uh ladies and gentlemen, this is the podcast where we, you know, try to create World War Three between America and the Cana- the Canadians. Hmm. Kevin it, it, yeah. I, I don't know. Is it a war? I don't know that this is any... uh, The war between Canada and the United States wouldn't be much more than, what, a war between humans and ants. What? Why? You guys guys will be bombing us? Is that what you're saying? I'm saying... Do you have an army? We've been over this before. We have an army. (laughs) We have an army, Paul. Do you have a a warship? We have several. Like Like for war? I think so. Right. You're I'm right. pretty Maybe. sure. I don't know. You're I'm... right. We have talked about this. But I know you have some small talk. Small talk. Yeah. Hockey day in Canada is a thing. Have you heard of this, Paul? No. No. Have you, you heard of hockey? Ho- Wait. Hold on. You have a hockey day? Yeah. It's... Like nationally? Well, it's part of the uh, CBC and uh, the NHL. They do this Hockey Day in Canada event. And there is one in the States as well. There's Hockey Day in, in USA or whatever. Is this a holiday? No. <laughs> no, it's an event. It's an event that celebrates hockey, the game, and communities and just getting together and having fun. 
uh, playing some hockey. Um, and I was uh, working at the event here in my hometown of Peterborough, Ontario, Canada, North America. And uh, it was held at the Peterborough Lift Lock on the canal, like outdoors, and people were playing hockey. There was four rinks set up playing hockey. And guess what was there, Paul? I'm so excited. Guess what was there? Ice. Well, I mean, Canadians. I... Yeah, okay. Hockey. Yes. Food. Uh, yeah, there was poutine being given out for free. Oh, jeez. <laughs> it was delicious. It was very Canadian. No, the Stanley Cup was Beavers. There, there was a big... Two giant beavers. <laughs> See? There was one... Were there maple leaves? Not that I saw. Okay. There was one giant inflatable beaver and one mascot beaver, and then one Tyrannosaurus Rex. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I would not have guessed the Tyrannosaurus Rex. Well, it was the uh, Traumasaurus. <laughs> it was the mascot for the uh, emergency management trauma thing team. I'm sorry. Say that again. The emergency management training. I don't know. It's like ambulances. They have they. You know what an ambulance is, right? They. It's like we have an. Okay. You have ambulances. We may not. We name. We may not be a socialist <laughs> regime, but we do in fact have you know services that are provided mm-hmm. to people who reside within the United States. One of those things happens to be emergency services those include ambulances right so there is an there is a uh emergency response sort of uh building set up and they have a mascot that is a traumasaurus and it's for the peterborough they, they called it a traumasaurus yeah it's right on its back it says traumasaurus that is <laughs> ridiculous mm. what were they trying to make trauma fun like, you know, like, what? hey, you, you know, you may have suffered a blow to the head, but you know what? You get to go to the con- Traumasaurus. Well, <laughs> uh, it, well, I mean. That's it, isn't it? This is no, what's happening. It's <laughs> like, to Canada. It's like day. awareness. Like, you know, the mascots there. It's like that dog who barks at fire up in the States. Is that the state thing, right? Barks at fire. Or take a bite at a crime. Yes, I think you're thinking of McGruff, the crime dog. Yeah, so I mean, he's not like and going the around. Fire is the bear, right? Smokey the bear, right? Smokey the bear. So, anyways, they're not going around like you know saying, "Oh, your house burned down, doopity doo." Uh, no, they're they're trying to stop you from burning down the house. It's awareness. So that's what the Traumasaurus was doing. But that that has nothing so to do with hockey mascot. day in Canada. <laughs> so your mascot for don't suffer a blow to the head, kids, is from the. <laughs> Tyrannosaurus Rex with tiny arms. Right. <laughs> Moving on. There was a giant beaver, inflatable beaver, but there was also... Our, you'll, maybe you'll get a kick out of this. The beaver's name, the mascot I'm getting beaver, a kick out of all this. I know. Uh, is named Parka. Parka the beaver. Oh, good lord. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> but, uh, uh, the Stanley Cup was there. You know what the Stanley Cup is, right? Yes, I know what the Stanley Cup is. That's uh, the... Thing you win for basketball, right? Hockey, hockey, hockey. day in Canada. <laughs> you could have at least guessed hockey. <laughs> oh my god! But anyways, I got to see the Stanley Cup and hang out with the Stanley Cup. There was a bunch of like NHL players there as well, and uh, yeah, it was it was it was very Canadian. Um, and usually, there's like a hockey day for the NHL. I can't remember. They do like an outdoor game. Do you remember that? Do you you don't watch hockey, do you? Uh, I've watched some hockey over the course of my lifetime. I guess uh, yeah, outdoor it, hockey I, probably I, wouldn't work where you're from. <laughs> yeah, we don't have outdoor hockey. 
Right. <laughs> well, yeah, that was. I, I look forward to when they have Hockey Day in USA, so you can get in on the fun. Hockey Day USA coming 2050. So, mm-hmm. Ryan, mm. are you a Catholic? I don't know. No, yeah, maybe. Is my mother like- listening? My, my mother's not listening. No, no. Okay. All right. So your mom's Catholic. So you know what a pope is. I do know what the pope is. All right. Guess what? The pope is resigning. This is not. Yeah, I'm not no, going to harp on yeah, the fact that. I'm not going to harp on the fact that the pope's resigning. The pope's resigning. It hasn't happened for many, many years. Six hundred. Six hundred years. But you're telling me that the next pope could be from the Canadas. Mm. Yeah. This uh, Mark Ulet. Ulet. Anyways, oh, he's from. He's a, he's is that a, real? Yeah, it's French for omelet. I think uh, he's a Quebec cardinal. Wait, what you're you're telling me that the next pope could be Pope Omelet? Well, I'm, he's they get to pick their name. I don't think there's such a thing as Pope Omelet. They get to pick their name. You just said, th- but there his would last be a name is Oulet, which is, I believe, French for omelet. So it would be Pope. Omelet. No, but don't they get to pick their the own third. name? The <laughs> third. There were two other Pope omelets. No, you're right. I, I don't know what they call themselves or how they get their names. But okay, okay. I would continue to call them Pope omelet. I hope that doesn't offend anybody. I, I, I'd be cool with that. Um, yeah? Yeah. But anyways, like this Pope Benedict dude, he's, he's resigning. And I guess there's three sort of contenders. Uh, the one guy from... Quebec, and then an Irish dude and somebody from Ghana. So, all right. But I guess he could be the youngest pope, sixty-eight. I've heard that's young for popes. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure that is young for popes. Hmm. All right. I wonder if that'd all be right. the first Canadian pope. I oh man, that's too weird. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know that I can handle that. If the pope was, I, not, not that I'm Catholic, obviously I'm not, but I. <laughs> I don't know that I could take him seriously. <laughs> You're telling me that there's going to be a pope who's Canadian who's going to say A after the end of everything, and he's going to have one of those big floppy hats, and he's going to like beavers. I just can't take that man seriously. I don't know much about popes, but do popes have all popes sort of been from Europe? Like I always thought. So I guess if you uh, the only I criteria to be a pope is to be a cardinal. Yeah, you does you don't have to be like from Italy. Are you asking me? I don't know. I'm kind of just throwing it out there oh, to okay. people. I didn't think you'd know. Considering I don't know. You you keep saying the you know popes and popies and I don't know. But I guess like he's he this Ule guy is uh, no stranger to controversy. You know, actually, you know, going to the Canadian Senate hearing on same sex marriage legislation. So he's not a fan of that. He's not a fan of same-sex marriage. In the church. Which, oh, all right. Well, I well, mean, that, I don't that, know. It doesn't say that. I'm sure he's he's against it in totality, if that's a word. Can I use that? Sure. Um, that is a word. Is it? But I probably didn't use it right. No, um, it was fine until you pointed it out. Okay, okay. Calm down. <laughs> <laughs> if anyone's wondering why Paul's a little irate, it's my fault. <laughs> <laughs> We had the longest pre-show ever, and I'm a little snarky. I apologize profusely, eh? I um, But yeah, I guess he's not a fan of same-sex marriage, but what Catholic that would make it to the Pope seat would be, I suppose. Okay. I don't know. I, I don't know. When are they going to choose this, this next Pope? I don't know. We don't know. 
I don't know. I, I I know they have like a. I don't know if it's like the stand-in pope. <laughs> the pitch hitting pope. Like, yeah, or or if like li- like we literally don't have a pope for a little while. But um, yeah, now now is the talk of you know who's going to be next. How do you bet on who's going to be the next pope? Do we even know how they get voted in? It's votes, right? You want to bet on the next pope? <laughs> no, but this the Huff, the HuffPo article here is kind of saying like it's a safe bet that these three are in the running to blah blah blah. I you I, don't know. We I, don't know enough Vegas, about the selection. I guess Vegas will. I will grant you the Vegas vote. You know, uh, gambles on everything. Yeah, I yeah. Vegas. We should go to Vegas. Sure. Cool. Have you been? No. I've never been a, I've never been to your fine country. Are you serious? Have you ever been to Canada? No, but well, why would that... I go to Canada? <laughs> We're not having this argument. <laughs> you can't get angry at me for never going to the States and you have never been you never even Sell me on Canada, sir. Hockey. I say I need to say nothing more than Hollywood. You go go for broke right now. Tell me why I should go to Canada. Uh, uh, this, um, if you're uh, CN Tower, I don't know. It's pretty cool. <laughs> you're going to Nertacular, aren't you? I I um. I want to so bad. It's happening. All right. Get well, my passport. Getting legal. Let's do this. Nertacular. <laughs> All right. So I guess you will be visiting the state. I will. The states in some form. Even Paul, though I don't know that Utah is a good gauge of any of this. Yeah. But Paul and I will be in the same room at some point in the yeah, near future. Whatever. <laughs> or Paul is going to avoid me for the two days that I'm at Utah. <laughs> Uh, speaking of avoiding things that are real, <laughs> Mr. Ron Paul, you may have heard of him. I have. Yeah, he would ran for president a couple times. And how, didn't, how did he do? Oh, he didn't, didn't do well. He did not do well. Mm. He holds some pretty conservative views. And what I mean, and I don't mean conservative in the social sense. I mean conservative in the fiscal slash everything else sense. And I actually, I really respect the guy. I really do because it seems like that over the past – the guy is really old. He's 77 years old right. and he's been in the game for quite a long time. And in that time, he's more or less stuck to his guns. You know what I mean? Like he hasn't mm-hmm. really changed a whole lot of positions. Even though on. he hasn't actually got to be president, he's not sort of like, uh, you know, maybe people don't like that I hate – insert thing here. I don't know what he hates. What's he hate? He, uh uh, he hates the Fed. The who? The Fed. <laughs> he, what does he hate? He hate it, basically, he hates federal intervention. That's what he hates. Federal government intervention. Well, you and know, he wouldn't like to be president. He'd yeah. make a bad president. That's kind of the, that's kind of the catch-22 in a lot of these situations. A lot of these people feel that government is, you know, it's over is overreaching in many respects. So you're t- so I in a lot of cases I have a hard time believing. Okay, so you're saying that government is overreaching and yet you are running for an office in which you are one of the most powerful people in the world. Hmm. Yeah, it doesn't make a whole lot of sense. But yes, okay. So Mr. Ron Paul, uh <laughs> gold enthusiast, 
is what is he doing? I don't fully understand this. Why? Why in the holy hell would he care about Canada? So he's conservative, right? So, yes. Again, not so not not socially, which is actually I voted for him like eight years ago. Really? Yeah, I did because he was pretty much the only I I, I didn't have I didn't have a lot of respect for anybody else that was running. Yeah, I guess that was back when Bush. Yeah, this was this was shoot. I I oh when was it? It wasn't. It was Barack. Barack. Like when I like when you have to when you have to vote for the Republican primary, you you know you vote for whoever, and you know then it then he lost the Republican vote to to McCain, Mm -hmm. and there was no way in holy hell I was going to vote for McCain. So yeah. Anywho, um, yeah he okay. So he's doing something in Canada. Yeah, okay, so there is the leading sort of conservative gathering is having him as a lead speaker, um, which is funny because he's pretty, he's like a super Republican, right? Like he's the crazy of the crazies, right? Is that what I'm gathering from? I wouldn't, okay, I would not classify him as the craziest of the crazies. But he is pretty crazy. He's crazy. Like he has some very. The reason people call him crazy is because he has some very broad-reaching ideas about how to do things. For example, he thinks that there should not be any. Uh, uh, was it any military bases outside of the United States? Right. So that that is a radical idea for most Americans. And I actually, in principle, I can appreciate why he would say that because if you know, if China all of a sudden wanted to come in here and say we're putting a military base, the I, I, I shit you not, the populace would freak out. Hmm. There's no way that we would allow something like that to happen. So, in theory, he would. That's what he would want. Another thing that he wants is that he's big on the gold standard. Holy crap, he's big on the gold standard. Do you know what that is? No. So what is the gold standard? The gold standard is simply this. And like I said, the <laughs> – I guess not like I said, but the no, – no modern government has this anymore. Mm-hmm. But it, it means that it, all your economy is based on is gold. So every dollar that you have is representing some amount of gold that is being held in a place like Fort Knox or wherever. Right. So that's what it is. So, like now, our economy is based on the only reason that a dollar is worth what we say it's worth is because we say it's worth it. Like, and everybody just kind of agrees that this is worth some amount of you know value. That's why we have the economy that we have. Okay. So the, he would he wants to go back to the gold standard, and oh. again. I, I, right, so I understand why that would be. He wants it to do a number of things. He wants it to, you know, curve infl- inflation. He wants to, you know, actually get, stop the federal government from printing money, which de- which devalues currency. So it, it, a lot of this makes sense. Now he he also is not a fan of the federal government at all. He thinks that he at the the more local the government, the better. Oh, okay. So, yeah. Anyway, he's he is smart and he's well respected, but he has some pretty radical ideas about what a country should do. So anyway, he's going to this conservative spiel deal. 
Yeah, he he is going to be at this conservative thing talking, and it sort of brings like currently our government is a conservative government, and this sort of event brings like the prime minister has attended before, and uh, some of his cabinet members have attended, and a lot of people are are sort of reacting, saying hey, like, "Hold up, say that again." Your government right now is um, more conservative. Yeah. Does that mean what? Uh, d- what? everybody else in america thinks it means because that's because that standard has changed quite a bit over the years it means the conservative are we have a conservative government a conservative is a party name so it's like saying the republicans are in i think that's the best way to describe it is that the conservatives basically are the equivalent to your republicans okay um and a lot of people are saying that why would they invite ron paul there like you know he doesn't really have anything to teach our conservatives, you know, like our conservatives are, you know, it's just different issues, right? Like Mr. Sure. Like Paul's probably going to be like gay marriage, gun control. These things now, see, suck. Now, see, hold on. Yeah, oh. Okay. Again, this is not a, a, what you just mentioned with the gay marriage. Mm-hmm. That's a social issue. He oh. could care less with regard to that. Oh, like that, that's kind of why I liked him is because he does not care at all about you know he does it's not this is those are social issues that really don't bother him really so oh so so he's more when i say he's uber conservative i'm strictly talking about like really about financial stuff interesting so then maybe maybe he will be a good you know guy to have there because i know canada has been on a real sort of you know, penny pinching, literally, like they got rid of the penny, <laughs> you know, like they, we've been on a real binge trying to get back into the black. So maybe this, maybe he will be an interesting speaker. You know, he can kind of, he is nothing but yes, he will be interesting. That's kind of his thing. Hmm. <laughs> he is interesting. <laughs> so do you think he'll run for president in four years? Not a chance. He's too old. Yeah. He, it, it, uh... The thing is with him is he's been doing that. He's like I said, he's run at least twice. In fact, I know he's run, he ran back in like it was like early nineties, late eighties. Right. He ran on an independent platform at the time. Oh, okay. Um, but you don't get to do a lot of things. You don't get to participate in many debates. You you know it, it. You don't get a lot of opportunity if you run as an independent. Okay. That makes sense. So he was always an independent or just that one time? Uh, He ran as an independent many years ago. But he ran as a Republican like for the past eight years, I think. Okay, cool. Well, yeah. Yeah, like like if you – like again, if you read the article – if you read the HuffPo article – He's a lot of this is discussing about you know financial issues. Is that what this is about? Is financial stuff? I don't know. I think I, I think really he, they just invited him, and a lot of people are like, "Why are they inviting a you know controversial Republican from the states to a Canadian conservative convention?" <laughs> you know, <laughs> it seems weird, and 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 I mean, uh, it'll only be weird if you know we read another article from the HuffPost saying like Ron Paul spoke at the conservative convention and it was kind of weird, guys. If that article doesn't come out, then he was probably a good choice. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Understood, sir. All <laughs> really? right. Moving on. Yes. Uh, let's talk about burgers. Let's talk about burgers. Yeah. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. Wow. Now I'm hungry. 
I don't want to talk about burgers anymore. Oh. <laughs> so, all right. Right. There was a horse meat thing. Yeah, that was a thing. <laughs> a little while ago. And I don't know all the details about it, just that I know that there were traces amount of, I, I, in fact, I don't even know how trace it was, but there was horse meat found in several uh, popular chains in the States. Or I actually, I don't even UK. know if it was in the States. It was just in general. I think it was in UK. Was it? Okay. Yeah. So they found horse meat in places like McDonald's and Wendy's and, uh, you know, A&W, which there aren't many around in the States anymore, Burger King, places like that. All right. Uh, so what is going on here? Why, how, is this, how is this Canadian related, this sir? This is Canadian I, I, because the University of Guelph did a test on uh, a bunch of different burgers, frozen burger patties at uh, different restaurants like – I think they tested six uh, six cooked burgers from A&W, Burger King, Dairy Queen, Harvey's, McDonald's, and Wendy's. And also a couple uncooked burgers from different variety of uh, grocery chains. But they found out that uh, there was no horse meat in that beef. Uh, and Canadian beef. Yeah, and I guess, I guess the test is based off of a DNA barcoding that was developed at the University of Guelph. So that's kind of where it gets Canadian... Uh, gets a little Canadian up in the in, in that grill, um, but the cool thing is I, I can confirm that I did go to McDonald's today and I ordered a burger and it did not <laughs> taste like there was horse meat. It didn't taste like there was actually cow meat in there either. But okay, I will attest that there was no horse meat in there. Have you tasted horse meat? Uh, no, but I I would think it would then taste. How do you know, sir? I don't. What? Okay. I'm just so saying that basically what you're saying is you have no idea if there's horse meat in there or not. I've I may have eaten horse meat today. Eat. You <laughs> Sorry. All right. I I have a strong feeling that there was no horse meat in that burger that I ate. But like I said, I don't think there was any cow meat in there either. And the fries were a little overcooked too. So <laughs> So you just wanted to say there's no horse meat yeah, there's no horse meat. The only reason I put this article in here is so I could talk about my lunch. I'm going to be honest with you, Paul. How is their Canadian lunch? Was it given to you by the government? No, no, no. I got it at McDonald's. <laughs> That's funny. It was it was good at the time, but uh, not feeling so hot. It's, I don't like McDonald's food very much. <laughs> All right. Good for you. Yeah. Horse meat. Uh, I don't know if you know this, but the State of the Union happened. What's that? All right. So every so often, uh, I I don't even know. Uh, It's at least, I think, I don't know if it's yearly or maybe it's once in a term. But uh, there's essentially a big speech that the president has to make to Congress. Okay. You with me so far? Sure. So during this speech... He talks about it's it's basically his way of using this this time to address Congress and talk about the issues that are important to him. <clears throat> okay. So yeah, and I don't know. You put this you put this in here, and <laughs> <laughs> he's why don't since you I I don't want to take credit for this. Why don't you tell me what the president decided to do after the pres, after the State of the Union? <laughs> So there's a gift. Oh, out excuse there. me. This was before. Oh, was this it before? was right. This was right before the State of the Union. 
Oh, okay. So I, I didn't really know what it was all about, but all I know is that I saw President Obama fist bumps uh, uh, like someone before the State of the Union, and <laughs> there's a gif that was made up here, and he is fist bumping, and he the best part about it is he explodes after. Like, not I literally, see. but he like fist bumps, and then both the guys go... It actually looks like the guy he's fist bumping was actually going for a handshake, because of the way he explodes, he just sort of, his fist instantly turns into, like, a hand. Whereas the, whereas the president comes and like, you know? So, I, I gotta hand it to him. It, I wish our prime minister would fist bump people. He seems too staunch to do that. That's why I like your president. He seems like a cool guy. He, he is a bump. cool guy. He fist bumps somebody. Come on. <laughs> and And the gif is, like... This is this is why Obama's so great because he inspires images like this whereas probably the most popular image of the prime minister is him with a gay farmer Justin Bieber. Not that there's anything wrong with being a gay farmer. It's just uh, Bieber doesn't pull off the look very well. You know what I'm saying? Like uh, Yes, I know exactly what you're saying. <laughs> I wish I wish stuff like this would pop up for for our prime minister. You know, cool images that we can talk about. I think the the closest one maybe was like him holding a chinchilla or whatever. And it was just only because the chinchilla was in the picture that it was cool. What are you talking? What? Oh, this is this image of our prime minister like holding his pet chinchilla or whatever. Chinchilla is an animal, right? Yes, it is an animal. <laughs> Let's see. Prime minister chinchilla. Let's see if I can show it to you. That. Wow. Wow, dude. What? I just wow. <laughs> Anyways, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna dig for it. But yeah, that's a really cool gif. He should be proud of that. That's almost on par with the Spider Man thing. <laughs> what I'm sorry, what Spider Man thing? Where uh where Obama's like reacting to that kid dressed as Spider Man. Oh yeah. No, that's all true. Mm-hmm. That is all true. So besides the fist bump was there anything uh-huh. interesting at the State of the Union? <laughs> uh, it's a lot of <laughs> that. Hey, let me tell you something. That in and of itself is interesting. Mm-hmm. Just saying. Just saying. Uh, but yes, absolutely. One of the things, and I'm just I'm probably going to spend most of my time talking about this. He was, he's, he, one of the things that he had mentioned during the State of the Union was how he mentioned that some, some ridiculous number of of bridges were unsafe like 70,000 <laughs> like what you should get the department Ooh, where, of transportation where, on that where would you mind telling and he didn't specify where or anything like that he was just like we have over 70,000 bridges that are not, I don't think he used the words unsafe but like he used the words like uh uh, structurally unsound. Like they need a tune-up, basically. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> well, I mean, it, it can be expensive. And I just was yeah. like, and I was just like, really? <laughs> I mean, I believe him, but crap. What mm. the hell? <laughs> Would you mind telling me where those are? And, you know, leave, let, you know, just kind of, <laughs> where, where, which, which ones are the death traps? Is like what I'm asking. One in every four bridges in the United States of America is structurally unsound. You know, 
You know, it's just, oh, good. ah, okay, now Google Maps is going to have, like, a filter that says no bridges, you know? Yes. <laughs> I, I think the worst part about this article you linked is that the video I was supposed to watch, rather than uh, reading the article, uh-huh. is from Hulu. Like, oh, yeah. how rude can you get, Paul? Linking but, a Hulu video for, for research of the show. Come on. It's not my fault the State of the Union popped up on Hulu. Well, I can't watch Hulu videos, Paul. <laughs> Sorry. That's fine. I'm just joking with you. Um, so, yeah, besides the Bridges thing, anything else you need to watch out for? Uh, general stuff. You know, Congress doesn't really work, play nice. They need to start playing nice together. Uh, he has issues with uh, gun control was the thing tax credits are a thing and that poor guy so after the state of the union uh, after the state of the union address there's usually a re- well there is there's a rebuttal mm-hmm. ba- from the opposing party right and the poor guy <laughs> the poor poor guy he was uh, there there's so many things i could say about this guy uh, and I wish I wish I could I wish I could remember the guy's name, but there it was some Republican. Um, uh, it was either a congressman or a senator, right? And they have recently discovered that um, they need more Mexican or la- they call it the Latino vote, <laughs> even though that's a little bit offensive. But <laughs> they need the la- they need a, they need a Latino vote in order to actually win elections. <laughs> Well, so they 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 invited this guy, right? And so they've kind of changed their positions quite a bit yeah. on on various issues. But this guy, he is—you could freaking tell how nervous that man was because he kept on like he kept on like like well, trying to lick his mouth. Like he was like you know like like, like dry lips. To, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Exactly. And the poor and he tries so hard to hide it and is just not very well and he starts sweating and and he tries to take a sip of water just really as quickly as possible during the middle of this thing and it's just uh, it like everything that he's doing to try to make it not a big deal is making it worse Mm. you mentioned i felt felt bad yeah i would too but i mean you mentioned the whole latino vote thing being a little you know not very nice, but I mean that's sort of similar up here where politicians like make it or break it depending on whether they have a popular French Canadian vote. You know what does that what does that mean? Well, I mean when a when when a prime minister like when a candidate needs to get to prime minister, he needs to win so many ridings, and a lot of ridings are dominated by French Canadians. Like most of the ones in Quebec, obviously, are French Canadians. But there are other writings throughout the country that are prominently French speaking. So if that's like saying like I need the French Canadian vote, right, to get those specific. Oh, writings. I see. I mean, that's one of are the main treated, reasons. Now this may strike. This may be a dumbass question. Okay. What, is that are French Canadians considered a race? Uh, I don't know. Versus I, normal Canadians or something? No, I mean we don't segregate them as if they're not like they're all, we're all normal Canadians, but it's just a way of. You know, like, it's not rude to say, oh, he's French-Canadian. You know, he speaks, he's a primary, primarily a French-speaking person. Like, that's not rude. We don't segregate them, but there are writings dominated by French-Canadians. And I could be wrong. I'm not a politics uh, major. So, I mean, if we have any of those listening, I apologize. And you probably just don't want to listen to the show. But 
uh, or guest and maybe tell us how wrong we are. But yeah, there are... We always love that. We always love that. Yeah, it's not like we're getting a bunch of emails saying how wrong we are and not reading them. That's not the case. Um, But yeah, you know, I I don't think they're... Like, we wouldn't equivalent them to be a race, but uh, we would say, oh, that sounded bad. You know, they're equal footing. We'll we'll, we'll end it there. How's that sound? Sure. So Latino vote. Anything else with this State of the Union thing? No. No, it's typical... It's typical stuff. Not nothing too spectacular, other than what I already mentioned. Well, I saw the the clip of him making a spilled milk joke, and not a lot of like not a lot of people found it funny. Like as soon as they they showed was, that clip, they cut to what I would assume is the opposition, and they're just deadpan. Like <laughs> they kind of have to do that, even if they said the funniest damn thing in the world. Really? Oh yeah, dude. It, it's kind of like poker, you know. Like you just don't you want to have your poker face. You don't want to show weakness. <laughs> What, did Lady Gaga play the halftime show at the State of the Union? Dude, I, I'm wondering how far off we are from that. <laughs> <laughs> I, so the answer is no, we have not done that. But This one goes out to all you Republicans out there. P-p-p-poker face. <laughs> and idiocracy comes, <laughs> comes, becomes a reality. Oh, right. They made a documentary about that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, you know, I think that wraps it up. We're yeah, good. probably. <laughs> uh, ladies and gentlemen, we love your feedback, so be sure to send it to us. Uh, the website is sleepingwiththeelephant.com. The email is info at sleepingwiththeelephant.com. You can follow my Twitter at TheLazyElephant. These are our <laughs> interesting personas. And Ryan at UnhappyBeaver. Hmm. We have fun interchanges there. Uh, send us your feedback and reviews. We like the five stars on iTunes. Uh, you can find myself at I do another podcast called uh, uh, Time Traveling Robots and Space. And Ryan, I know folks can find you at the Gamers Inn. Where else can you be found? Where would you want to be found? Where would I want to be found? Well, uh, I do another podcast with a bunch of Americans uh, on Zombies Ate My Podcast, where we talk about zombies and occasionally something Canadian pops in. So I'll apologize. <laughs> But uh, if you just want to like generally follow me around, you can probably follow me on Twitter at rmurphy. So there you go. All right. Mm-hmm. Thank you very much, sir. That's it.